Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Power Alliance podcast. I'm so excited to introduce you to this incredible woman that I have on the on the show today. Um, as the world today would have it, I've been following this woman on social media and I was telling her when we talked the last time, you ever have anybody that like you're just automatically attracted to? I felt like she was in 3D on my on my social media feed. You know, you're scrolling or whatever you're going through, and she just stood out to me over and over. And I kind of felt like, okay, we're supposed to meet or we're supposed to do something together. Let me tell you a little bit about her before I introduce her to you. Um, since the age of 14, Molly knew that she wanted to be on television. Uh, spotlight, adrenaline rush, and not knowing uh, what the stories that would come up for five, that was five years of her life. Uh, this is really cool. I think a lot of people kind of dream about doing what you've done, but mm-hmm. that was your life. Uh, she said it was not how she envisioned it as a child because of the politics and all the things that were involved internally. She said about two years into the industry, she knew that it wasn't for her because of the dangers they put her through, the amount of work they required of her, and not actually living the life that she dreamed of living, but kind of being a slave to somebody else's everything. (laughs) What they want to pay you when you work. I mean, there's so many things. Mm -hmm. Um, In that time, she was blessed, though, to do some ESPN tournaments. Um, In the end, uh, after five years almost in the industry. She was actually fired because of a transformation photo that she posted of herself to inspire other people on social media. She realized that this was just kind of one of those moments. It was a huge eye opener to her. So uh, I'm sure if you're listening, you've had a moment like that. It was like, oh no, but oh yeah. That was like one of those moments for her. So a year before she left the news industry, she was introduced to direct to the direct selling profession. That industry taught her a lot about herself, the environment she should be putting herself in, and about personal growth. She says she is so grateful for the years she spent in direct selling, also known as network marketing. And she started off with nutrition and then went into another side of the profession that's investing. Both are important to vital growth in anybody's life, and she still loves both. And they both gave her so much as uh, growth as a person, as well as showing her how she truly wanted to impact people on a personal level, which brings her to now. She's truly found a home. She gets to help people bring their dreams to life by showing them effective ways to grow their brands online. The online space is truly a gift that is being underutilized. Although I have to say, more utilized now in today's climate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So many people could have the impact they wanted, um, the following they wanted, and the true legacy if they chose to do it right. Molly is grateful she gets to help them people turn uh, those dreams into reality through the Dream Factory. She's excited to grow her impact through more speaking and coaching um, in the field of entrepreneurship and relationship coaching. Uh, She's excited to see 
what the future will unhold, uh, unfold. Um, I have to tell you, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see how incredibly beautiful she is. And I know that she's beautiful on the inside um, equally as she is on the outside. Welcome to the podcast, Molly. Thank you, Michelle. Super, super excited to be here. So I'm just really grateful to have met you. And like you said, the whole 3D part, following somebody on social, you kept popping up for me. You just beat me to the punch, reaching out to me. <laughs> it's kind of funny how that works. And, you know, there, I know a lot of people that actually, they like hate social media. Oh, I hate it. I don't, I love it. I mean, it's kind of a love hate relationship, but I, I truly love it. The relationships uh, with people, the people that I've met, um, I've learned from so many people, the resources that are available. Um, well, we could, we could do like a seven hour podcast, but I kind of want to start with, I mean, your story is, it's an awesome story, really. I mean, even the, the things that were terrible for you were so wonderful. And so I think there's a lot of people that dream of, you know, being a news reporter or an investigative reporter or being, you know, on their, their, uh, the local or the big like national news. And, you know, that was a dream for you. Yeah. It was, it was one of those where I wanted to give the underdog a voice. And that was the big reason why I got in. And I mean, you can even see it now people are only turning on, turning it on to, to catch really the doom and gloom that's headed their way. So they know just what's out there, but it's just so depressing. And it wasn't something that after all was in alignment with my values and, and what I wanted to stand for. So it was a, a short lived dream, five years, um, you know, give or take. And so it was, it was great learning experience. I'll tell you that great learning experience, but I'm probably even more grateful to be out. <laughs> I, I can imagine. I, I would imagine that what you learned there really kind of helped you. It was like stepping stones to the next. Don't you feel like that? Like God like allows you to be in this one place to pursue that dream. And then maybe the dream shifts and changes. Absolutely. And I think God put me in that position because he wanted people to see it's just like a different stage, a different light than most people will go down. And so that drew in a lot of people. And it still does because people are like, whoa, like tell me about like how did all that work out? And it gave me a lot of skills, which really transitioned into what I do now um, on social media, this, that, and the other thing. But at the end of the day, I also knew that God was like, I'm not going to have you here forever. It's going to be a lot shorter than you think. Um, and then I'm going to peel you off that and put you in somewhere else where it's going to have more growth, uh, a little bit more pain, but a lot more fruit that's going to be born from it. That's so awesome. So I, being that I know more of your personal story, um, and you, you leaving the news profession, you, you felt a couple of things. Um, I believe this wholeheartedly. I believe that God allows things to get to a point where we are forced into a decision either because somebody else forces us or because things get so bad that we don't have a choice. And you kind of, I, so my question is, so in, I read in your bio that you actually got fired from that news job, but let me ask you before that, were you already feeling the pull that maybe this wasn't like, was God already speaking to you before you were forced out? Yes. Yeah, so about two years out of the five years I was in there, that was like a, I don't think this is going to be a forever deal. I see where this is going and I, I don't like it. I don't want to, I don't have this be forever. So I just didn't know when that exit was going to be. I think that's an important thing for people that are listening or watching, because I think a lot of times we hear this little voice and you're like, Ooh, I don't like this or Ooh, this doesn't feel right. But you're like, what am I going to do? And mm -hmm. I think that people are afraid to take new steps or they don't know what steps to take. And so, um, I, that, that nudging 
is a real, it's a really important thing to recognize. Absolutely. And I think the biggest thing for me is when I, um, a year before I got fired, I got into network marketing to direct sales. And I was one of those naysayers. I was like, no, this is a pyramid scheme. I'm never going to do it. No way. My family doesn't come from entrepreneurship really at all. Um, and they were all naysayers of network marketing. So when I got in there, I was like, well, this makes sense. Um, and I have no problem, you know, straying from the pack if it makes sense and doing my own thing. So I'm so grateful that that came into play because when that everything got kind of yanked out from under me and I was like, what do I do now? And I, I know exactly what I'm going to go do. You know, so I went into um, full-time network marketing. I also had a nutrition and fitness business where I took on private clients online um, and just, and just went for it. And it wasn't stable. Like as far as my coaching business, it wasn't stable by any means before I left, but I was like, I have to go do this now because otherwise I'm going to get stuck into another job working for somebody else. I'm going to hate it. So I just got to rip off the bandaid and go for it. And you really did go for it. Not only did you leave that job that you had for five years, you literally left the state. Yes. I left, uh, I packed up whatever couldn't fit in my car. I was in uh, Washington state at the time and sold everything else that didn't fit. And I uh, moved down to California to Orange County, which is one of the most expensive places in the country. Um, but I absolutely love it down here. It's one of my favorite places, just the, the beaches and just the, the stillness and the power of the ocean is, is huge for me. So I was like, I got to figure it out. I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know how that's going to work out. Um, but you know, family members, friends slept on their couches, beds, you know, some I paid rent, some I didn't. And people just, you know, helped me out any way that they could. And it was a, it was a grind and it was hard for the last couple of years. But at the end of the day, it was, I wouldn't trade it because I learned so much and I've still been able to help people along the way, trying to find that right path for me. I, I think it's, I think it's really important for people to hear a story like this. So let me ask you. Moving out of the state like you did, you no different job, different career, leaving the state. What was your your inner circle, your family? What was their kind of advice to you at that time? Oh, that is a great question. So, um, my family was actually my parents were actually upset with me when I got fired. Very upset. Um, you know, there were some things that were said that really really hurt. And since I've healed from it, but it really hurt. And so that just, I'm like, well, I'm going to run even faster to get away from this. And so I just was like, because not only did that job get taken from me, um, which I'm grateful for, about maybe a few weeks before that, uh, there was a man that I thought I was going to marry, asked my parents for permission to marry me, then found out he cheated on me through a girl on Instagram. And it was like a boom, boom, right? Back to back. And so just, I mean, talk about ground level. I was like, all right what do I do? So then I just took that launch and went forward. And most people would just be kind of paralyzed by that. But I was really able to maturely look at the situation for my ex and be like, okay, was I the person I needed to be in order to marry this person? Not, not excusing that he cheated, but was I the person I needed to be? And the answer was no. So I was able to forgive myself, forgive him, move on. It was actually quite quick because I was like, I'm not going to waste my time on somebody that doesn't deserve it anyways. So the, the family support, it was they support me because they know whatever I put my mind to, I'm going to go get it. But it was kind of touch and go because, you know, they were disappointed. You know, their daughter was on television. Now she's not. How could she do this? I'm like, it's not about you. So it was, it was hard, but I was able to really rip myself away from that. And um, my network marketing family really was the glue that stuck, that helped me rise up and really stick me together um, during that time where it was really tough. So that I'm super grateful for. I think that for most people, most, that when you 
when your family is kind of like telling you what you're doing is wrong, it really takes this inner strength and I feel like something bigger than you guiding you. And for me, in my, in my own journey, almost all of the biggest decisions I've ever made, I have made in the face of basically everybody in my inner circle telling me it was the wrong thing to do. But knowing, and you said, you know, it's not their life knowing that, you know, God speaks to me about my life. He doesn't necessarily speak to somebody else about my life. So did Mm -hmm. you feel like you were, did you feel like, you know, you had like, God was just confirming to you, you were doing the right thing and, you know, it's okay if everybody doesn't agree with you because you know that you're, you are aligned with what he's sharing with you. I would say this, it was hard for me to leave my first network marketing company, jumping into the second. Um, I learned a lot and I, I, I grew my network super big. So I know I was there for a reason, but there were certain moves that I made uh, selfishly that I wasn't listening to God. And I was definitely in my last company too long because there were certain things where there just wasn't, I was like, oh, no, I, I'm putting in the work. It's going to grow no matter what. It's, we're going to get there. Nothing was moving. And I was like, why? I'm doing all the things. So it was one of those where I wasn't listening to that inner voice so much more so like, Oh, I got to make this happen. I got to make this happen. I can't start over again. I just can't handle that. But then the opportunity I'm in now with the company I'm in with the dream factory, that was definitely like a, a rip off the bandaid and me totally listening to God because now I'm in a godly environment, like 80, 90% of our team are believers. And so we have a really great environment, but to, it was one of those where I knew I had to make that move from the news. And then I kind of, you know, was trying a little bit of things here and there but I knew it wasn't going to, it wasn't sticking. There was something that was missing uh, because I had to totally just let go and let God do what he needed to do. But more so, and I've talked about this a lot recently is we can all make changes on the surface, but I wasn't making that heart change, that deep foundational change up until honestly, recently within like the last like six months. And that, and because I've done that and just let go because I'm definitely, uh, a control freak. I like to have handles on things, you know, it's, it's comfortable, but it hasn't helped me really up until ever because, you know, you got to let God take control, trust in his timing and just keep doing the work. And when you're not certain, I literally have this on my desk in the times that I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I will open this up. I will start reading. Um, or I use the the Bible app on my phone, read whatever plan that I'm in or find a new one just to support me where I'm at. Because instead of me drowning in my own thoughts, I rather drown in the word and let that support me and comfort me. Mm, that was okay. That was quotable. Instead of drowning in your own thoughts, you'd rather drown in the word of God. That mm. is powerful. And I know that people are listening right now and they can relate to so many things like having these scary moments, having things happen that, that were maybe te- they felt terrible in the moment and only like down the road. Can you look back and say, wow, thank you, God, that that actually happened. Like Mm -hmm. the terrible thing happened. I always like to say about certain times in my life, it was the best, worst thing. (laughs) Like it felt like the worst thing was actually the the best thing. So when you're, you do a lot of things, you do marketing, you do branding and do you do, you do individual coaching with people? So I do only for not really individual, but I'll do social media live coaching with all of our VIP clients So we do as a company, we have that specific coaching. If that's what people want, maybe they just need help with, you know, copywriting or just need help with, you know, some video work or or whatever it may be. Um, Me specifically inside of our company. No, I don't do that specific coaching, Um, but with the marketing and helping people build their brand, my job is to basically be the front of it, 
showing people what's possible because over the last uh, six, seven years, even since I was in the news, I've built my brand. I've had to build my brand so people would come watch me on the news or follow my journey, whatever it is that I was doing. But I was transparent through the whole thing, especially after the whole news stint. So now coming into what I do in our digital marketing company, being the person who who lets people know, hey, this is the place where you can get everything built in-house under one roof. They trust me because they see what I've built so far. I'm in the process of getting my uh, website and brand built by our own team. Um, it's one of our popular services to really have that credible website piece. So I'm super excited about that. But I did all the trench work and the groundwork when it came to social media. So that's a big part of what I do for our team is uh, every Wednesday I'll do live coaching because I really want to be able to break down the foundational level. Like this is how you can leverage yourself on social media. Here's the beautiful parts about it, but here's why everybody's making it so ugly. Don't be that person. (laughs) Be this person over here. That's a person of value and you'll be able to develop and cultivate relationships, business partnerships all over the world when it's done right. But everybody wants that quick fix, quick fix. Yet over here, they're talking about relationship building. You got to like, there's a, there's a meet in the middle. And you've got to be able to connect and meet both people where they're at, but have that real connection. But that takes a level of vulnerability and and like transparency that is really scary for most people. Uh, Well, that's perfect segue into me um, kind of talking about you're you're very um, authentic and very bold about who you are on your own social media. You don't, you're very bold about your faith. And um, I think, and I say this a lot on the podcast because, you know, in the, in the business world, like. I've said a million times, we're basically taught there's two things you never talk about. And you never talk about politics. You never, t- I mean, unless you're a political person on the news. Yes. But mm-hmm. everybody else, like you never talk about politics or religion and we're taught because that will limit your market, right? That's, oh, you, you're going to limit yourself. And so you have really just ignored that traditional, um, I think pigeonholing, I think it's a lie and you have, you're just authentically who you are. It's probably why I was so attracted to you because you're such a light, just in general, you have such uh, you add such value. You're always, you know, speaking positive into the world and you're always talking about your faith. So, um, will you, will you speak to that a little bit? Cause I think people are afraid to go that bold. That's so true. I, I think it's because they don't want to, like you said, the whole business world, they don't want to turn people off. But when I really dove into building my brand on social media, I tell people this all the time, find three to five things that really explain who you are and what you want people to see when they show up to your page. And so mine, just in a nutshell, is faith, family, financial freedom, and fitness. Like they're, they're all less, right? But they all are, you can expect that when you come to my page. The faith part, I didn't get as bold as I am now. Um, up until probably about like this last year, I really got super bold because I was getting more confident in my faith of just who I am unapologetically, not just on Sundays, every single day and how it's a big part for me because I've taken so many leaps of faith and, you know, I've, I've, uh, um, been brought up as a believer, a Christian my whole life, but I've chosen to even keep that in my adult life. I know people who went to the same private school I did and they don't believe in God anymore. You know, everybody has a different journey. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the one thing that really set it on fire within the last like month or two was honestly this whole pandemic. Because when this hit, I had to think, okay, what is God try- what do I need to do right now? Rather than freaking out, and being like, okay, we need to get more sales, more sales. Yes, you want to do that. Yes, we want to keep the business flowing. But right now, everybody's like pitch happy. Everybody's putting their business stuff out there. And no one's coming with that value. And right now is where new leadership is being born. 
or people are leaning on different people that are providing that value. So, you know, I sat down and I was like, okay, what do I need to do? And I'm giving out more free content business-wise or even like mentorship and faith-wise every single week and started writing down little sermons and then giving those. But really at the end of the day, it was just something where God just told me being like, hey, you know what? Like, what if the, you know, the internet shut down or what if you didn't have the business anymore? Like, what are you going to do? And what really matters at the end of the day is that relationship with God and the faith that you have, because nothing on this earth, these earthly things don't matter. And I've seen a different connection with people because I put more faith-based posts. I do lives talking about faith and just where people can can go to and turn to. Because right now people are lost and they're so fearful. And yeah, I can give them some you know business advice to help their business grow. Love to do that. But let's go to the root. Let's go to the root of the issue. And that's a, a relationship thing, a self thing, a faith thing. And how can I help them there? Because that's going to shift everything else when you can really fix that inner root. So that to me was um, more important than anything else. So that's what you're seeing right now is just that boldness because I know it's, and you'll see this hashtag all over my stuff. It's bigger than me because it is, you know, everything that I put out there, people are absorbing that whatever chunk, whatever piece that's getting in somewhere. And then that's going to come out somewhere else, which is great. I don't need to make money off every single thing that I do, every single thing that I post because, you know, there's, there's earth, there's earthly treasures and there's kingdom treasures, right? And right now, I just feel like the kingdom treasures really need to build up a lot more because people are asking questions. They're like, they want to know. And I'm not forcing it down their throat like people think Christianity is of just like, boom, 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 like, you know, taking the Bible and just thumping it over your head, like making it digestible, making it relatable um, and showing people that how I choose to live it out um, is key because you can preach it all day long, but if you don't live it, if you don't show that part, then they're just going to be like, this is a fake, this is a phony. Um, and the internet has too much of that already. So, well, it's, um, it's really inspiring and literally everything that you just said, uh, about, especially this, this current phase of your life is so lined up with everything that we desire to be it as a community at Girl Power Alliance is to really help basically turn up the volume for people and give them the the confidence and the courage to be able to do what you're doing um, because it is needed. And I my personal belief system is that that thing that we've been told in business is a lie and that lining yourself up with kingdom strategies, I believe is the best strategy. And I also believe that your superpower, our superpower as people is when we we get to a wholly, authentically be ourselves all the way. Not like I'm, to- I'm myself pretty much, but I can't talk this way because I don't want to offend people or I can't share this part of myself with people. But when you dial in, and I think that's why you're getting such amazing response right now, Molly, is because you're, you, you're, you are literally walking in your full authentic self, which is like the brightest light that you could ever be. And I'm thankful for that. I appreciate what you're doing. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And, and, you know, light attracts light. That's why we're like, I've noticed you before the whole pandemic, but then there's a reason we're, you know, we're connecting right now. And so I've connected with uh, a lot of other, you know, high quality players, if you want to call them that, because they're choosing to step out bold in faith, bold in business, and just be able to be that light, be that, that rock and foundation that people need. So I appreciate that. You know, I, I know there's value out there. However, people are digesting. I just hope they take some whatever kernel can help them in whatever situation they're in right now, that's what it's there for is just free value. So I I teach people on this. I'm like you, it's like the 10 X rule. You got to give, 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 give. And then you ask, 
give, 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 then you ask. And then when you ask, people are more apt to it or they'll connect you with somebody else. But you got to come from that servant's heart of giving of no matter how they choose to take it, it doesn't matter what kind of response you get because that's on them. You know, whatever they choose to take and you just got to have that servant's servant's heart. It's not always about the money. So I've talked with a lot of younger generations, you know, mid twenties, twenties, um, I'm 30. So, you know, helping them get over that, like, I need to make money, make money, make money, make money, which yes, of course you do. Like I'm huge abundance mindset, make more, give more. Right. But mm-hmm. there's other shifts you need to make. Otherwise, you know, you're going to have a cap on it and you're always going to find, you're going to ask yourself why but you got to put God first. And I actually found for the longest time that I was putting money above God the longest time. And I'll be honest about that. And that like pains me to say that out loud, even publicly, but it's true. And I was wondering why I wasn't getting the results I wanted because I kept putting money above God. So God kept capping my money as like, stop doing that. I'm selfish. Like, I don't want that. And so I'm like, Hey, you're absolutely right. Like I'm being provided for the rest will come, you know, nothing, everything that I'm putting in, there'll be a provision somewhere. I just have to be patient. Well, it's the whole philosophy of reaping and sowing, you know, I mean, it's such, it, it, that is a, that is a true, and whether you are a believer or not, that, that is a, a true strategy and law of the world, reaping and sowing. I mean, you can't, you can't take from, like, I always tell people, you can't pull a bucket of water out of an empty well. You, the well has to be filled. And mm-hmm. so, you know, in the, you know, in the law of the kingdom, we sow, we sow in into people. And you're talking about 10Xing, adding value, adding value, just sowing into people's lives, speaking encouragement, adding value, giving, doing for others, being generous, all of these things, that's all sowing into the kingdom. And, you know, and the kingdom <laughs> strategy is if you sow and sow, there will be a day of harvest. You will get to reap, you know, exponential, I believe, rewards for all of that. And so you are, you are out in the field of planting some seeds, girl. Uh Thank you. I believe it. It's coming. Yeah, it really is. Well, okay. So tell people how and where they can find you. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram um, at Molly underscore Trotter, T-R-O-T-T-E-R. Same profile picture. You can also find me on Facebook. I am on LinkedIn, but I prefer uh, um, Instagram or Facebook to be able to engage and just connect. And I'd love to learn just you know, what did you get out of this podcast? What did you learn? Because again, I, I say this on probably everything that I do in live video, interview, podcast, our story's meant to be mentorship to somebody else. So hopefully you got something from here and then let this inspire you to share your story because we all went through something or have gone through something or will that's going to help somebody in whatever situation that they're in. So Instagram, Facebook, those are my favorite. I love to connect with you guys. Oh, awesome. And what about your business? You want to send people to a business site? So we, if you actually go to my Instagram, actually on my Instagram or Facebook, you can see dreamfactoryco.com. And so there you can learn all about what our team does. We have everything to teach you how to do it yourself, um, DIY style, all the way to, you know, a team that would do it for you. So we help a lot of people just getting started. A lot of people that are right in the in the middle of things and people are making multiple six, seven, even eight figures. So we have something for literally everybody there. But our passion is we really know that the strategies that we've used over the last you know six, seven years have helped a lot of business owners just exponentially grow in such big ways. And we believe that God has his hand over our business, even now during this whole pandemic, because you know we still have people that are coming in that see, okay, well... I can't just let my, my entire business grow. I got to be able to, you know, still pour in and, and reach and impact the people who are meant to connect with me. So that's what we want to do is just have that be intentional and help you work more on your business rather than in it and let a team, you know, kind of do the marketing for you. And so you can focus on your zone of genius. Ah. Uh. 
Fantastic. Well, I just thank you for who you are in the world. Thank you for what you're doing for so many people, people that you will never probably know while you're here on earth, all the lives that you've impacted, but you're impacting. I mean, what you're doing is, is really remarkable. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being here with me on the Girl Power Alliance podcast. Thank you for for literally being a walking, talking example of what, of what we are creating here. I just appreciate you. I appreciate you too, Michelle. And thank you for stepping up and stepping out and creating something like this. Because when you, we were talking on the phone the other day, I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Like I, I yes, whatever I got to do, whatever you need, let's do it. You know, because it takes these small steps right here and it's going to snowball. And other women are going to be like, oh my gosh, finally the support I needed. So I love what you're doing and I just want to appreciate you for creating this entire thing. Thank you. Thank you so much. And all of Molly's information will be, if you're listening to the podcast, we'll have it all in the show notes. If you're watching on YouTube, we'll have it all in the comments right below the video. So thank you so much for being here with us today. No problem. Thank you. And thank you for listening to another podcast. You know, there are several ways to connect with us. You can find us on Instagram, Girl Power Alliance. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel and you can watch these podcast videos if you prefer to watch them and uh, listen to them at the same time. And you know what? If you have not already joined to become part of this community, we are waiting for you. Head over to www.girlpoweralliance.com and just say yes. Say yes to turning up the volume on your faith. Say yes to inviting more women like you into your life. Say yes to more encouragement, more empowering, and more equipping. We have some amazing resources for you over there. And I will just tell you that this community is like nothing else I've ever experienced. And we want you to be a part of it. So we can't wait to meet you. Girl Power Alliance, where women grow.